The NetBank Business Accelerator with Cape Talk. Let us make your business more scalable, robust and future-proof. Cape Talk and NetBank want to help you make your business more scalable, more robust and future-proof. One of the lucky finalists, uh, featured either on uh, Breakfast or on Afternoon Drive, will win a trip to GroCo in the U.S., courtesy of American Express. We've been asking you to go along to business.capetalk.co.za to tell us about your business, and that request is still out there. And uh, the fourth business to be profiled is a business called Robinson & Sinclair. It is in the wine field. Usually, we would have online one of the um, CEOs or founders, but uh, the partners in this business are stuck overseas, not able to get to a phone. So it is a conversation between Pablo Fatidis and myself. Hello, Pablo. Are you well, John? I am. I see that Sarah Kroner was the person to whom we were supposed to speak, and that's a very well-known name in the wine industry. And I would have asked her, are you part of the Twee Jonge Gesellen Kroner? Do you know? I don't know, but what I do know is that they are stuck in the midst, in the deal-making midst of ProVine, which is a show, a wine show that takes place for three days in Dusseldorf in Germany. John, they've got over 68,000 visitors over there, and they've got about 7,000 wine farms all pitching to try and attract the attention and the ideas, the heart, the head, the mind, and most importantly, the wallet – of the big buyers that sell into the retailers, that sell into the distributors, that sell into the restaurants. So I can imagine, you know, with the final day being today, that they are busy negotiating to close deals. They are they are in full deal making mode and head down. And what what do Robinson and Sinclair do that are different from what Caroline's Fine Wines or Ultra Liquor or Macro or Benny Goldberg's or whatever does? Well, this is it's, they've got quite a distinct service in many ways. They're firstly, what they do is they, they arrange the marketing, the branding, and most importantly, the route to market for makers of wines in the forms of farms and producers, but specifically distinct family farms. So they represent about 12, 13 different farms per se. They take those brands. They do some work in the local market, but most of their interest lies without a doubt in the international market. They form a stand, they bring their winemakers with them, they organize the appointments, they pitch for the business, they form the relationships with all the distributors. And what they try and do is create an argument as to why a retailer or a restaurant group in the U.S. or in Europe should support the particular bouquet coming out of a wine farm here in South Africa. They do that in the hope that it creates a point of distinction, that it's something unusual, it's something that stands apart, it's something that tells a story. And as we all know, perhaps, well, at least for most people, a good wine is more about the story than about the wine itself. If the story sounds right and you sip that wine thinking of the story, all of a sudden the wine tastes remarkably better. Uh, they are, I mean, most, most wines that have any kind of international presence, whether that is in Europe or in Scandinavia or across North America and into Canada and so on. Canada is part of North America. Um, they, they do that via agents, agents that are on the ground. So you'll have an agent that will have four or five South African brands in his or her portfolio. And, um, w- so they would want to, they, they would say that's not quite the same thing because that person is never going to know the South African story the way that we as a South African partnership will be able to tell the story. 
Yeah, that's very right. They still work extensively with the wine agencies or the, the importer distributors. But what's been really interesting is over the years at, at this particular wine fair, which is the single biggest wine fair globally, there has been a very uh, distinct trend shifting away from, let's call it the final customer buying from wine agencies. People are looking to try and form direct relationships with small wineries in particular. And that has improved dramatically. So, so quite clearly, people are looking for final consumers, are looking for a point of distinction. It could be a small retail chain of 30, 40, 50, 60 stores, or it could be a restaurant group of 100, 200, 300 different restaurants. They're really looking for a point of distinction. And I think from having read the trends and having read the statistics and the commercial data that came out of Provine, it seems to me, John, that there's a very definite trend to say, well, perhaps if we can work directly with source and perhaps if we can be introduced directly to source and form a relationship with source, it starts to create more meaning. It starts to create more margin, very definitely, and it starts to create a point of difference in our particular offering as a retail or a restaurant. So I think that this business is well positioned to represent South African farms, especially the small to mid-sized farms, in forming those relationships, bridging those relationships, and facilitating those deals. Uh, I'm, this is a this is something to which um, they should be listening. But I'm sure that you will either have a private conversation with them or, or send the audio. What what do they need to do that they're not doing at the moment? What well, part of the challenge is to improve the whole. Uh, image of brand South African wine because unfortunately that is in a lot of wine destinations dominated by bulk wine, relatively low cost bulk wine and the medium or elite priced wine from South Africa struggles to get a foothold some of the time against uh, more highly rated Australian, New Zealand, Chilean wines. It does John and you know I, I look my argument always has been the moment you fight, the world is getting tougher to do business in, there's more and more competition out there People are becoming increasingly more focused. The whole idea of, of, of niching, the whole idea of specializing is one of the competitive responses that typically one finds out there. But when I listen to and when I look at the story as to how a seed turns into a grape, turns into a bottle of wine and finds itself in a European shelf, in, in a retailer, it just horrified me because Tanya's customers – this particular business's customers are largely distributors. The distributor's customer is a retailer. The retailer's customer is eventually a consumer, someone like you and me who go out for a meal, order a bottle of wine, and it sits on our table, or we take it home and drink it there. And I've always been curious around how to reach that particular individual, because if we can get that individual inspired around that wine, that brand, that particular vintage, and they go back to either the retailer or the restaurateur to say, I like that wine. I want more of that wine. That then creates a different pull for the wines being offered by um, Sarah's business. And the best way to get that done is to use technology. So I'll give you an example. The opportunity to create a QR code, in other words, a barcode that sits on the back of the label. And when you look at the barcode through your phone, it downloads a 30-second clip or a one-minute clip. And, John, I experienced this in Regent Street with Burberry, where I went into the shop. They put in my hands the most remarkably expensive 3,900-pound sterling trench coat. They insisted I try it on. And when I walked into the change room, 
three of the six mirrors turned into a TV screen, and the story as to where the wool comes from, how the jacket was made, this very elegant man with glasses halfway down his nose, stitching, hand-stitching the leather belt of the jacket, it turned a product into a story, and it spurred emotion on. Thank, spurred emotion on. Thank heavens I couldn't afford that jacket. But boy, it's left an indelible memory. And I think that that is the way we've got to box smart with distance between us and the final user in order to create a pull effect rather than Sarah doing a push effect the whole time. Thank you very much, Pablo Petides, back on uh, breakfast tomorrow morning. And I don't know whether, do we know whether Kino's doing breakfast? It doesn't really matter one way or another. He will be there. South Africa is finally showing signs of optimism and growth, so there's no better time than now to invest in the country. How? By hitting the gas and investing in your business with whole view business banking from Nedbank. Nedbank's end-to-end Nedfleet solution can help you manage and control operational costs and put the brakes on expenses. Partner with Nedbank today and take your business to the next level. Call 0860 for more information. Nedbank. See money differently.